0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau.
1: I believe that your rewards will be so full in heaven. Amen. And this is just the beginning I believe as years go by, the Lord going to use all of us to do greater things in many nations, in many people's lives. Amen. God going to give us the increase, much fruit, and much grace. God will use all of us. And when we go to heaven that day, we can stand before the throne of God and he will say, Good and faithful servant, you have done the best you can. Come and rejoice with me. And get the reward in heaven. Amen? Hallelujah. I know all of you have done the best. We have the best members in the whole world in this camp. In my eyes. I don't know of the other people's eyes, but we have the best members of every church. Of all the churches in Thailand and in America and other parts of the world, we have the best people. Amen? <laughs> what other people think it doesn't matter to me? We have the best people. Amen? Last night the presence of the Holy Spirit was so strong, God is moving so strong. I believe that because everyone who comes here comes with hunger and come in unity in the Spirit to seek the Lord together, amen? We are in unity together, we are in one accord. Before I preach, I'm going to give maybe about 10 minutes to give some of you who really have been blessed by this camp, or by the Word, or by the Holy Spirit, or by committing your life to your local church? Who
0: want to give first testimony? I would like to say that, my name is Jason, PJ, could I, or Nong J, your choice. Well, I would like to say that in all my life, I've never had this much happiness in my life. Really, I thought, you know, as a high school student, I would think prom would be the best, you know? Oh, man. But this, the prom does not come close. It does not come close. This has been the best experience. And not even just that, people from all around the world have come here. I cannot believe that. That's so beautiful. Japan, Boston, everywhere, it's... And I feel the love of God so strong in this house. It's, I've never understood the Holy Spirit until now. I've never been able to speak tongue until now. I've never been able to do, any, do anything until now. I've never looked into people and say, I don't care how you look like, I love you. I never thought of people like that. Now I just love everybody. It's just, I love you guys, man. I love you too, Pastor Lau. It's just... <laughs> I'm going to keep praying until we can reach everyone in the entire world. All loved ones. Till we can touch every single one. Through the love of Christ, through the Holy Spirit, through the power, mighty power of God. Let Him ride, reign in His power, and let Him put love into everybody. <laughs>
1: Praise God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is wonderful. Amen. I believe that all of you have testimony. And you can share many good things that happened in the camp here. And just carry this with you. The the love of God, the file of God, the word of God, carry with you. Back to your home, back to your church. And be the blessing, be the light and the salt and the life to people around you. Amen. This world needs Christians who are so full of life and full of love, full of faith and full of fire. They need us to be his hand, to be Jesus' hand, to be Jesus' eyes and Jesus' mouth, to be Jesus' feet, to bless them and to touch their life. Amen? And God will use all of you to do that. Amen? How many people believe God can use you? Raise your hand up. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? Father in heaven, we love your Word. We want to be changed, washed by the water of the Word of God. Lord, we want to receive everything that you want to speak to the church. So that we can grow, so that we can be mature, and we become more like Christ, to be productive, to live a fruitful life for you, to give glory to the Heavenly Father all the days of our life, Father. We thank you, Lord. Please teach us by your Holy Spirit tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. We have learned about fruitfulness. We have learned about being fruitful. And I want to read the scripture one more time. John chapter 15 I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, when you are fruitful, when you bear fruit, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so that you will be my disciples. We have learned that Jesus called himself the vine and we are the branches. And we need to stay connected to divide, in order to receive the nutrients, the water, the life from Jesus Christ. And then we can bear much fruit in our life, the fruit that shall remain. We have learned also that God wants to prune us. The word prune, many people don't like it. But I want to tell you, the word pruning, trimming is better than being cut off and burned In the eternal lake of fire. Being pruned is better than to be cut off and thrown into the eternal lake of fire. I rather have God prune me and trim me and keep growing and being more fruitful than to be cut off and thrown into the fire. I want to be in heaven and have a lot of rewards in heaven. We should produce fruit. We should bear fruit. And God deserves that. Because God has done so much thing to our life. He died for us. He shed the blood for us. He gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the word. He gave us the angel. He gave us his name. He healed us. He delivered us from demons. He blessed us. He gave us favor. He gave us grace. He has done so many things. Beyond you can imagine. Beyond you can even remember what God has done for you. Therefore, He deserves to receive fruitfulness from us. That we're going to live a life that becomes fruitful and productive for Him. And if you have been producing fruit, I want to encourage you that you should not stop there. Each year goes by, we should produce more fruit. Much fruit. More fruit as year goes by. Amen? We should not stay stagnant. It's not fun to have the stench of stagnation. We should keep moving on and growing in the way of the Lord. Amen. God has provided for us so many things so that we can grow. And we have done many things in this church. God has used us in many supernatural ways, but don't live in the past. Even though we produce fruit in the past, it doesn't mean that we should stop in the past. We should move on to the future, that in the future... We're going to see more souls saved. We're going to see more nations shaken. We're going to see more churches planted. Amen. We're going to see more disciples make, More leaders rise up in the local church. We're going to see more work done for the kingdom of God. We should not stop at where we are, but we need to keep moving on with the Lord. Being more fruitful. Everyone say, more fruitful. Much Much fruit. Amen. We can produce fruit only in this life. After you die, how many people know that you don't live in this earth forever? One day you're going to leave this world. How many people agree with me? You're going to leave this world. By that time, when you get to heaven, it's done deal. Either you have the fruit that remain, that pass the test of the fire, or you will lose everything and suffer lost. I want to go to heaven with big truck road of heaven. I want to be there with big mansion. And the next mansion next to me is Pasadena Mansion. I'm going to request God to have the mansion next to Pasadena. She cannot get away from me. She cannot get away from me. I'm going to request Jesus for the special place for me in heaven. Amen. So I can see her. But over there, oh, we all will look young all the time. Never get old. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Verse 16, the Bible says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. God calls all of us to go and bear fruit. God doesn't want us to sit at home, do nothing, living for ourselves, living a selfish life, do thing for our own stuff. But God wants us to go out and bear fruit, to make profit for God, to save souls, to make disciples, to plant more churches, to help people to grow. We cannot just stay here on earth and live our life, and just stay here to go to work, to go to bed, wake up, go to work, and go to bed. We should think about being fruitful every single day. How can I be fruitful for the kingdom of God? God chooses to be fruitful. Amen? And the key of producing fruit is to be a good steward of our irrepressible time that we have. We have limited time in life. We have only 24 hours a day. We have limited effort, limited energy. How many people by 11 o'clock do you want to go to bed? Your energy, the battery kind of start to die down now. When I lay hand on 1,000 people in Thailand, by 11 p.m., people dragged me, grabbed me in the hand, went up to the hotel and said, it's the time for you to rest because my energy ran out. I just need to go to bed now. I have only limited energy in my life, so I can do so much. We all can do so much. That's why we need to be a good steward of time. We need to be living in the fear of God so that we can walk in the Spirit. We will be spiritually minded, not carnally minded. And the Spirit of God will give us wisdom. How to manage time. How to walk with wisdom. What to do? Something not to do. Where to go and where we should not go. We need to stop something, quit something, and do something new. Something is dead, like a dead cow. Don't do it. Just quit and do something else more fruitful and more productive. The wisdom of God can help us and guide us. The Bible says that God's wisdom is profitable to direct. That's why we need to live in the fear of God. I'm reviewing from the past couple of days. This morning and last night, we learned that in order to be fruitful, we need to stay connected to the vine. And as we stay connected to the vine 24-7, And we depend on the anointing on the inside of us. We're going to operate in the realm of the knowing. How many people want to know what's going on? How many people want to know what city you're going to go? What work you're going to do? Where you're going to go? How you're going to spend time? We call operate in the knowing. The Holy Spirit, the unction on the inside, will give us, teach us, tell us what to do so that we will not waste our time away. Amen. And it will become more fruitful and the fruit that shall remain. Amen. Today I want to read the scripture. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 to 16. Matthew 7, 15 to 16. And we will continue to verse 20. Beware of false prophets who come to you in cheap clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles look at verse 17 to 20 even so every good tree bears good fruit we're talking about fruit we're talking about vineyard we're talking about garden about tree that bear fruit every good tree bears good fruit but a bad tree bears bad fruit A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. This means that some people who come to church but doesn't really get into born again. They claim to be a Christian, they claim to be a member of the church, they come for other reasons, but they never bear fruit and they've never been born again. So God said, these people who claim to be a believer, but they are not born again, going to be cut off. They don't bear fruit because they don't have the Holy Spirit. They don't walk in the fear of God. So they will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. Everyone say, by their fruits, you will know them. The topic of today's sermon is by their fruit you will know them. How do we know what kind of tree it is? How do we know what kind of person he is or she is? How can we know what kind of pastor he is? How can we know what kind of church she is? Jesus used the story of a false prophet. A false prophet can come and speak very well and wear the clothes outside Looks very good. Looks like a godly man. But inside, in the heart, he is like a wolf. Comes in with hidden agenda. Comes in with other reason, not for the sheep of God. And Jesus warned us that don't look at the outside appearance. Don't look at how a person presents himself on the stage. How much charisma a person has. What kind of clothing he wears? We need to look on the inside. Look at the tree inside. What kind of branch, what kind of tree that person produces? And in order to know who that person is, the best way is to look at the fruit. Look at how he lives. He produced some fruit. He produced bad fruit or good fruit. This morning I had a breakfast with a group of people and a question came to me. How do you know in a meeting that when a minister lay hand on people, that is the Holy Spirit or that is demon, that he impart evil spirit on people? I answer this question with the same answer. You know them by their fruit. You cannot trust people overnight. You need to look at that person's life how he treats his wife, how he treats his children. What is the fruit of that minister? You need to look at the fruit. It, and sometimes it takes time to see the fruit because people can pretend for a few years. And after a while, you begin to find out, oh, he is a wolf. He is not a real man of God because the fruit starts to come out after you watch that person's life for a while. Amen. So we need to look at the fruit of people. Don't look at only outward appearance. Everything you do, look at the fruit of in every situation, in every ministry, in every church, in every pastor and preacher, and every servant of God. You look at the fruit of that person's life, and you know who they are. Don't look at just how handsome he is, how beautiful she is. Look at the fruit of his life. Good fruit or bad fruit. This is a problem in the civilized nation like this. In our nation, we have the big advancement in media. When we have this kind of media, a man, a woman can project himself and herself in the media in a very impressive way. Because you can take movie, cut and paste. You can take picture, cut and paste. You do a lot of things to use the media, the show, the movie, to impress you and make you feel Wow, I have to give a lot of money to this ministry. Wow, I have to give money to this man. He is so great. People can use media to deceive you. You have to be very careful. Amen? I will never be led by media. I want to see people's life. I want to know that person personally. How he behaves. How he treats people. How he spends money. Everything I need to know before I can trust a person easily. I cannot trust people easily because I want to know their fruit first. Frankly, I have been burned many times by people. I tell you the truth. I've been burned by a lot of people because when I was a young believer, I did not understand that you cannot look at outward appearance. You need to look at the fruit of people's life. Amen? It's easy to use PR. It's easy to have a look outside. It's easy to do facade. Do you know what facade mean? It means a superficial appearance or an illusion of something. So a person come in, look very good, speak very well, but it's all a fake. It's all phony. It's not real. It's not true. It's all pretending. And people look at that facade. Oh, wow, he looks so good, and you hook into it, and you get into trouble. This message tonight is to warn you. Next time on Sunday, people who come from out of town, you can get the MP3 from podcast or from your pastor later on. And next Sunday, we're going to learn how to be a good tree. Tonight, I'm going to stop only look at people, look at their fruit. Don't believe people easily. Look at people's fruit. Amen? A person can write a nice book with a nice cover. And a lot of people spend money to buy that book. He become a rich millionaire. For me, I want to ask, do you practice what you, you write? What do you do? What is your lifestyle? Amen. I, I want to see your life. I don't want just to read your book. I want to see that you are real or not. Some people may claim to be an expert in marriage. But my question is, can I see your marriage first? Can I see your kids? Can I see your wife? Is she a happy woman? May I see your marriage first before I read your book? Because I want to see your fruit. Somebody may say, you know, I'm an expert in church planting. And you ask them, how many churches do you have planted? Uh, None. And how come you tell me that you're an expert in church planting? Oh, because one day I was praying in my closet. And God dropped the revelation on me. How to plant church? God told me to come to tell you how to plant church from heaven. This is the message from heaven. I said, thank you but I want to see your fruit. You can say whatever you want, but I want to see your life first. Some people may claim to be an apostle so that he can run around different churches and control the pastors. But I want to say, I don't care about your title, apostle. I want to see your life first. Amen? Because your fruit will speak for you. You don't need to even put the title on you. I see your life, I know who you are. I know you are the pastor. I know you are the teacher. You are an apostle. I can see it by your fruit. I see who you are. When I first went to Thailand and spread the fire of God in year 2004, whew, I get a lot of criticism from many churches and many pastors in Thailand. People began to report to the Christian society that belonged to the government. And they began to say, this guy came in with the wrong teaching, blah, 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 blah. And the Lord said to me, be still. Time gonna prove who is real and who is not real. If it's from God, and the fire that we brought to Thailand is a real fire, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, the fruit is going to show up. I don't need to prophesize myself. I don't need to tell people, come to me. Time going to prove it that this is the fire of God or it's a fake thing or it's a phony thing. The fruit will show 10 years from now, 20 years from now. I don't worry. That's okay. You don't like me. You criticize me. I just keep going. And 10 years from now, 20 years from now, it will be proven that this is from God. If it's not from God, it's going to go down one day. It will be sinking one day. A lot of time we follow a man who claim to be anointed. And if we spend money, we pull out right of check. Sixty thousand, seventy thousand, hundred thousand, give to that ministry. But he may not be a real man of God. Then what happened to you? You get hurt. You get broken inside you. And this is what happened to in America. A lot of many Christians quit going to church because they were deceived by the outward appearance. They did not look at the fruit of a person's life first. Instead of Look at the fruit, they just look at the facade, the media, the movie that they show up and everything look good. We have to be very careful. Amen? Don't see people and say that a person is good or not good by listening to his ideology, listening to his intention, looking at how charismatic he is. We need to look at the fruit. This is important. Amen? So, yourself too. You're going to come to the pastor and say, You know, I am very anointed. You need to use me to be a teacher in this church. I am a pastor. Can I see the fruit that people follow you? Can I see the fruit that people come around you and they're growing up? Or you just quote that you're a pastor, but no one follows you and no one grow up when they come around you? You need to see the fruit of the ministry. Before you appoint somebody or you give somebody authority in the church. Amen. The fruit come before position. If it's a good tree, it's going to come out a good fruit. You don't even have to squeeze it. You don't have to push it out. It will come out naturally with good fruit if it's a good tree. Amen. Because the thorn bushes will not produce good fruit. But thank God, the good news is, the good news is, there is a supernatural power of God that can turn the thorn bushes into the good fruit tree. And that condition we call born again. If you come to know Jesus, and you have a lot of baggages and You come to Him. You repent of your sin. You allow the Holy Spirit to touch you. You allow the Word of God to change you. God can transform you from being a thorn bush into a good tree by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm one of the examples. I was not a good man before I became a Christian. I was very selfish. I was very self-centered. I was very mean and very cunning. But by the power of the fire of God and the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, he changed me to be a better tree now than before. Amen? So that I can produce good fruit. Everyone make a decision to be a good tree. Everyone make a decision to produce good fruit. Let the power of the Holy Spirit change you from being a thorn bush into a good tree. Look at another scripture. In Luke chapter 6, verses 43 to 46. For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. Is that right? How do you know an apple tree? You look at its fruit, apple. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble. Bush: A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speak. How do we know people? We don't know people by their ideology and their presentation. We know people by looking at their fruit. Amen? What is inside is going to come out. And now God talks about good tree and bad tree. And the Bible talks about good treasure of the heart. I want to change the word treasure into the word so you understand much better. The word reservoir. How many people know the word reservoir means? Reservoir is a container that keeps stuff inside that when you need something, you pull it out. A reservoir of water, when you need water, you pull the water out of the reservoir. The Bible compares our heart as a reservoir, as a treasure, as a container. And it's our job to take care of this heart. Because you are the good tree or bad tree, depends on your treasure here, your reservoir. If you have Good things in this reservoir, you become a good tree. If you have evil things in this reservoir, the heart, you become a bad tree, evil tree. And then you produce bad fruit. Many of you say, Pastor, you talk about preaching the gospel. You're talking about preaching, teaching. I cannot teach, I cannot preach. Don't worry. Not everyone is a preacher and teacher. But everyone can do this. Can get your heart ready. Can turn your heart around to be a good reservoir containing good things inside. So your heart is so full of good things, godly things. And your life is ready all the time to demonstrate the goodness of God. Even without one word you say. You just walk close to people The good fruit come out and people look at you, wow, I want to be a Christian. You don't even have to preach. People just look at your countenance, your face, your smile, the love from your eyes that shine out of your reservoir in the inside here. And people can see God. You are not ready to preach, but you live ready. Everyone say, I live ready. It means that your reservoir full of good things, that you are ready to shine forth the good fruit, and people can feel, can eat that fruit and feel good about you. And they will come to know Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. We need to have good reservoir in our life so that we can produce good fruit. So it's our job as Christians to build good treasure on the inside of us. This is your job now. God will do his part, and you have to do your part. How are you going to gather all the good treasure inside this reservoir world, in your heart? How do you do that? Go to church, listen to the good sermons, read the Bible, go to care group, being discipled by a godly man or godly woman, being around in the atmosphere of godly people, be trained, go to the church camp, go to the special seminar, the church classes, Get into the car. Listen to the CD. Read the good Christian book. Get the fire of God. When we have lay hand, get the fire. Go into your reservoir here. You know that when we lay hand, the fire of God go into your reservoir here. Clean it up. Get rid of the junk. Put the good things in. I always tell people that when you get touched by the fire of God, there are two things happening. Number one, God removes some bad things. Two, God put new good things in. So the reservoir fill up. With good things and the bad things go out little by little. You become better and better tree, So that you can live a life that produce good fruit all the time. Amen. Amen. Some of you may say, I don't need those stuff in my reservoir. You need good stuff. And those good stuff that go in you, you may not need it now. You may not need it next year. You may not need it next month. But one of these days, you need it. And the Holy Spirit will quicken you to remembrance of what you get. God cannot bring back your memory if you never heard about it. Is it true? God cannot pull out the things that you don't have. That's why the preacher or the minister can do so much as the level he knows. The level of his faith. So you need to put in the reservoir, Keep building up your heart. Put in the word of God. Building your faith. When the right timing comes... You need that. Then they come out and bring you through that situation, and you don't even remember when you get that good things in your heart. In what meeting? In what which year camp? You don't even remember, but they are inside you, and the Holy Spirit bring them out back to you. Amen. You will need it some of this day. I give you example. One day I was casting out demon in Thailand. Oh, this demon are tough. She's a young woman, very small lady. I pray. She began to fight with me. Five men have to hold her arms and everything. I try to cast demon out of her. While I was casting out demon, I say, go right now, she looked at my eyes and her eye popped out and she stick out her tongue and laugh at me. In other words, I'm not going. I'm not going. At that time the reservoir on the inside of me began to work. The Holy Spirit brought me to remembrance that in the Bible, when Jesus spoke to demon possessed people, sometimes he spoke to the demon and sometimes he spoke to the man. And the Lord started to remind me that, okay, this case you have to deal this way. Because I know the Bible that I studied about demonology. So God said, okay, deal this way. You speak. So I look at her name. We have name tag. I look at her name and I call her name. I say, I don't speak to demon, I speak to this lady named blah, blah, blah. I tell you right now that this body belongs to Jesus and demon cannot be here. You make a decision to let them go and they have to go. I spoke to the spirit of that woman, not to the demon. And I say, lady, miss so and so, you tell demon right now to go away from you. I try to cast out demon, don't, doesn't want to go. The lady have to let them go. So the lady began to speak. Now the voice changed. At the beginning, the voice is oh, like this, you know, like a demonic voice. Now changed to a woman voice and she said, go away from me. Suddenly she coughed and a bunch of demons came out of her. <laughs> At that moment, the reservoir here, the Holy Spirit pulled up and helped me to go through the situation victoriously. Amen. Amen. That's why... Don't waste your time in the car. You listen to the sermon. Read the Bible. Get the good things in your heart. Build your heart up. Amen. And the Bible says, For out of the abundance of the heart, your rest was so full, flowing, running over, so full of good stuff in here. Not bad stuff, good stuff from heaven. So full the abundance of the heart. His mouth speaks. This is the principle of God. How you produce fruit. The principle is heart and mouth. You believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth. You get the word of God in, build your faith in the abundance of your heart here. And then out of the abundance of your heart, you speak. Look at what the Bible says. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 14. A man will be satisfied with good. How many people want to be that man and that woman satisfied with good? You want to be satisfied with good? How many people want to be tortured with bad? How many people want to be sick and depressed with bad? No one is alright. You want to be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of a man's hand will be rendered to him. Everyone say, the fruit of my mouth. If you have a bad heart, if your reservoir contains bad stuff, I can guarantee your mouth is gonna come out bad stuff, bad fruit. But if your mouth produces good fruit, speak good things, it will produce good life, victory, success. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 2 A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. When we talk about eat well, I'm not talking about sushi. The Bible doesn't talk about sushi, sashimi, bun thịt nương, fur, steak. When the Bible says eat well, it means the blessing of your physical body, your emotional part Your mental part, your financial part, your family life, your relationship, your parenting, your marriage. Everything you eat well, you are doing well in every area of your life. It's not just about stomach, but it talks about living a victorious life, abundant life. Jesus said, I come to give you life and give it more abundantly. How do you get good life, abundant life? You need to have the fruit of your mouth. You need to speak right. And how can you speak right? Here. The treasure. The reservoir in here need to contain good stuff from God. The word of God. The spirit of the living God. The truth of God. The Revelation of God. So that every time you're going to say something it flow out of the abundance of your heart and speak the right thing. Amen? When you face the situation Oh, I'm dying. Oh. That's why people are dying because you speak wrong thing. When you face a problem, you say, Ha ha, ha. problem, piece of cake. Amen. My God will take care of this for me. Amen. When the economy goes down, people get laid off. You say, But my God shall supply it over my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. When you begin to have sore throat, Instead of, oh, 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 I have a call. No, you don't have a call. Somebody give you the call, you don't have it. Instead of saying, I have a call, I'm dying. I'm going to be sick, I'm going to lose job, I will not be able to go to work. You say it like that, you kill yourself, you damage yourself. You say, by the stripe of Jesus Christ, I am healed. Amen. You speak from The treasure of your heart here. You speak the word of God. You speak the promises of God. Amen. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you are willing. mean the heart. And obedient. You shall eat the good of the land. Your heart needs to be filled. With the good stuff from heaven. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21. Dead alive are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. We talk about fruitfulness. Produce fruit. How are you going to produce good fruit? Number one, have the right heart. The heart is a reservoir filled with good stuff. The word of God, the positive thinking. Philippians chapter 4, Apostle Paul say, Think about what is lovely, what is true, what is noble. Philippians chapter 4. Meditate on good things. Don't meditate on bad things. You may hear the bad news. You don't meditate on the bad news. You meditate on the word of God. And when you do that, your mouth is going to speak. Victory. And you decree it. You declare it. What happened? You're going to have victory. Then the fruit will come out. Good fruit will come out from your life. You eat the fruit of your mouth. Because the fruit of your mouth is positive. It's godly. It's victorious. It's good. You're going to live Victorious life. And people are going to see the fruit in your life. Amen? Amen. We reap what we sow. And if we sow with our mouth wrong stuff, we're going to reap those wrong stuff. We have to be very careful of what we say. Amen? Amen. So, in conclusion tonight, how do we know people? By their comments, by their hate knowledge, by their fruit. Amen? Amen? look at the fruit of their life. Two, we learn. How many people want to produce good fruit? Where do you start? Heart. Your heart needs to contain all the good stuff. Go to church, listen to good sermon, good teaching, the teaching of the faith, the teaching that is balanced, hang around with godly people, receive discipleship, go to classes, read the Bible, fill with the fire of God, fill with the spirit of the living God, Get rid of the junk out of your life. Fill this heart as a reservoir with good things all the time, and then you produce the fruit of your lips. You speak it, speak right thing, and then you eat the good of the land. You eat good things. Is that right? Why are people in trouble? Why are marriages in trouble? Because they speak wrong thing. Why the relationship get into trouble? Because they speak wrong thing to one another. Amen. We need to speak the right thing. Produce the right fruit. Always bless people. Always speak positive. Don't speak negative. Amen. How many people promise God that from now on you're gonna really take care of your heart very well? Take care of your heart very well. Point to your own heart, your own spirit. This is my treasure. This is a reservoir. I'm gonna take care of this reservoir. I'm gonna put a good stuff in there. Good stuff. Come in. Good stuff. I want to get rid of bad stuff. My reservoir. Filled with the word of God. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Positive. Godly. Godly, Godly righteous, righteous. Noble. noble. Truth. truth. Good, stuff. good stuff. Then I will. Produce the fruit of my lips and I shall eat good things. Amen. Amen. And when people look at you, they say, I want to be a Christian like you. I can see good fruit in you. Amen. Amen. Should we live our our life that way? Amen. So are you gonna put into practice? We learn three principles now. First principle, time. Take care of your time, don't waste your time, depend on the Holy Spirit. Fear God. If you live in the fear of God, God will add the days into your life. God will add the years into your life. And God will give you wisdom how to manage your time wisely. That you will not waste your minutes and days away. And he can give you grace and help and resources so that you can redeem your valuable, precious time. Two, we learn that in order to be fruitful, and make a big difference in life, we need to stay connected to the vine. We need to connect to the Holy Spirit, to the Spirit of Jesus 24-7. Talk to Him. Listen to Him. Let Him guide you. Let Him tell you what to do. Living in a knowing by the Holy Spirit. He will tell you what to do. In these circumstances. For example, if a computer break down in your company, and you are the IT man, you may spend two days, three days fixing the computer. But if you hook up to the Holy Spirit, this is what happened to Pastor Kenny. The computer of his company broke down. People tried to fix it. No one can fix it. He sat down. As I remember the story, he prayed. Mm. God told him. He fixed it in a short period. He saved days of his life fixing the computer. God going to give you wisdom and save a lot of time. And you will do the right thing, producing the fruit that will remain. Three, if you want to produce good fruit... You need to take care of your heart. You need to put in good things in your heart. All the time. All the days of your life. Never graduate. No graduation in this church. We still need to grow. Put it in and it will come out to your mouth. And whatever you speak, the fruit of your lips, you're going to eat it. You speak life, life. You speak death, death comes. How many people want to speak life? Why don't we speak right now? I'm I'm strong. I'm sharp. I'm smart. I'm smart I'm wise I'm, wise. I'm, victorious. I'm victorious I'm healthy, I'm, healthy. I'm, victorious. I'm victorious I'm more than conquerors, more than conquerors. God loved me God, love God is on my, on my side The devil is under my feet, under my feet. I, conquer I conquer him In Jesus name, In Jesus name. I'm fruitful, I'm fruitful. God, will God will use me God will Anoint me more God will use me more powerfully. powerfully. Much fruit. Much fruit. 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 And the fruit that remains. I shall eat the good of the land. land. And I'm not sick. I'm healthy. healthy. And strong. strong. I live a long life. To declare the works of the the Lord. I'm not dying young. I'm not dying in the accident. I'm going to live until I get old. And then the Lord takes me to heaven. I'm not going to be in a wheelchair. I'm not going to use a walker. I will not have Alzheimer's. My brain will be chopped. My memory will be good. All the days of my life, Amen. Amen. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me ask a question. Is there anyone in this room want to be a child of God? The Lord Jesus died for you on the cross to pay for your sin. How many people in this room believe that we all have sinned against God? We all sin against God. How many people never lie in this room? Raise your hand up. How many people never get mad and want to kick somebody? We all sin against God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. That's why so many problems in the world because people sin. People get sick, people get poor, people quarrel, get mad at each other, the family broke down. Why? Because people sin. But God gives us a solution. He died for us. He takes away the sin from us and He forgive us. And I gave my life to Jesus 30 years ago. I was a devout Buddhist, but I gave my life to Jesus 30 years ago. He came into my life and changed me, forgave me, and gave me a new life. He gave me power to overcome sin. And since then, I have a new life. The old is gone and the new has come. But you need to make a decision to give your life to Jesus Christ. And he can forgive you, cleanse you from sin, and give you a new life. Religion cannot help you. Education cannot help you. Money cannot help you. Actually, people even more smart, they can cheat even better. People who are smart and have a high education, if they want to corrupt, they do a good corruption. The people cannot know. Amen? Education will not help people to come out from sin. Money will not help people to come out from sin. Only God, the Creator. Amen? Let me ask this question. How many people own a car? Raise your hand up. Do you think that car comes by explosion of the pieces of metal? How does a car come into existence? A designer, an engineer, design and put them together, is that right? How many people believe that your body and your life is more complicated than the car? Raise your hand up. The car cannot even have a baby. <laughs> but you can have a baby. You are more complicated than a car. How come in the world a car is made by somebody who is so smart, engineer, designed it? we are more complicated, more complex than a car. We were made by God. Somebody very high intelligent, very smart, and his name is God, who created the heavens and the earth. And we need to make choice. Whether we're going to resist God until we die, are we going to reconcile to God and say, God, I'm sorry. All these years I rejected you. Today, I want to be your son. I want to come back home and have relationship with you. You are my creator. You make choice. I made that choice 30 years ago, 31 years ago, in Soi Ekamai, Sukhumvit Road, Bangkok, Thailand, at 10 p.m. In that apartment with Pastor Da, kneeling down, accepting Jesus into our heart together. You can do the same thing tonight if you don't know Jesus. Amen? And he said that he will give you life and give it more abundantly. And not only that, after you leave this world, you will be in heaven for eternity with God. You're going to be in heaven for eternity. Amen. Other religions cannot promise you heaven. Only Christianity. Only Jesus. Why? Because on the third day, he was raised from the dead and He walked on earth for 40 days and 40 nights and He proved to you and me that He overcame death and He rose up to heaven in front of the 500 people. He proved to you and me that heaven is real and God is real in the history. Give your life to Jesus. Any one of you tonight are not sure that you're going to go to heaven. You're not sure that you're have relationship with God who created you. And tonight you say, I want to be sure that I have relationship with God. Raise your hand up and say, God, tonight I give my life to God. I want to have a relationship with God. Raise your hand up. High. High. Raise your hand up. Don't be shy. Raise your hand up. Keep your hand up and pray with me. Confess with your mouth. Follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord. That I have made mistakes. I have sinned against you. You created me. You are the owner of my life. I did not come from monkey. I did not come from explosion. I came into existence by your desire. By your will. Tonight, I repent of my sin. I turn away from my old way and I give my life to you. Forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Give me a new life and eternal life. Lord Jesus, you are my Savior. You are my Lord. You died on the cross to pay for my sin. And you were raised from the dead on the third day. Come into my life, Jesus. Right now. Be my God. And lead me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many people in this room who have been following Jesus for many months or many years agree with me that it's so wonderful to be a child of God? Raise your hand up. I'm not paying you money to do this. As well, right? This is true. Do I give you money to do this? Is it good to follow God? Is He real to you? Is God real? Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you want more dose? Yeah. Bigger dose? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. You're hungry? Yeah. You're thirsty for righteousness? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come out with hunger. Yielding to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Be
1: the Fire <laughs> Thank you Jesus It'll Never be Give the she Go deeper In the rivers of God your She will be a mighty world, woman of God The her friend will never remember The friend will be shocked Will be amazed To see the new woman In the spirit she of God Fire, fire. Bill Right now Fire Bill
0: Fire, 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 power More fire,
1: fire, 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 want fire, fire, fire,
0: same, again. <laughs> I don't want to same again, again fire, fire,
1: fire, 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 be the Ach. same again fire,
0: fire, fire Glory. Yeah, this touch. touch of peace
1: yeah. <laughs> fire. Uh, the same fire. fire. Bill. Fire. Going fire. Bill. Right now. <laughs>
0: In the reservoir, put in the reservoir
1: the treasure of their heart, the file of God, the things of God, the treasure from heaven. Yes, Lord, put in their life. Yes, in the treasure of their heart, the things of God, the file of God. Fire, fill this treasure, fill this reservoir. Fire, 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 fire. Fill. Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Fire (laughs) fill. Yes Lord Fire (laughs) fill. Fire Bill right now Your life will never be the same Your life will never be the same After you touch God And God touches you Right
0: now in Jesus' mighty name Never bell, be the best Come and change us Lord We don't want to be the same again Changed by your glory.